everybody, and welcome back to The Known Podcast. I'm Liz Burns, and today I'm bringing in my friend Delta Ryan to talk about her experiences with missions in Kenya, but really to talk about the adventure that we're always on with God when we say yes. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Well, we're in the new year, okay? I have made a few goals. We talked about the air fryer last week, and I am honestly still enjoying that. But one of my goals that I'm kind of begrudging was to make my coffee at home more. Here's the thing. It is a treat to go somewhere and someone makes coffee for you. And, you know, I've talked about this before, how Starbucks won't give you the straw anymore. They shame you. You have to ask for the straw, and you have you feel like a jerk who hates sea turtles. Um but I really have been trying to make my coffee at home more. But every time I do it, I'm genuinely like, you're doing so great, Liz. You're, you're doing like really proud of myself as if I have accomplished something. But it's so much less money to make my coffee at home than to, you know, go through Starbucks, go through Dunkin'. And sometimes you have a gift card and it feels good. But overall, right now, I am trying to be better and do my coffee at home because I do have a coffee maker And like my kids used to shade me for it. And Gavin would be like, don't you have a coffee maker at home? I'll be like, okay, how about you mind your business? No, but I was just like, kids are so great about that. Like calling you out on the things that, you know, maybe aren't your best, but whatever. Um, What about you guys? Team coffee at home, team drive-thru. Let me know. (laughs) We'll be right back. Everybody, welcome back to the Known Podcast, and I am so happy to welcome my friend of we were just saying I think about fifteen years. Yes. This is Delta Ryan. Welcome to the Thank Known you. Podcast. So happy to be here. I'm so happy to just to see you. Um, first of all, but Delta, for my listeners, tell them who are you in a thirty second recap. I mean, okay. that's simple, right? <laughs> yes. So I'm Delta. I've been married over thirty years to Mike Ryan. It's a physical therapy business, Leading Edge, and I have two beautiful daughters. 26 mm-hmm. and 21 yeah and I'm the president and founder of an, a nonprofit called the take heart project wow wow okay so take heart is an incredible um, project they are here in Lakeland but access has uh, been friends with this ministry for yes. a while um, but they are located in Kenya can yes. you tell us a like minute recap of what is take heart okay so take heart is a, is a nonprofit and we advocate for orphans and widows in Kenya. Okay. And we also have a fair trade store in downtown Lakeland. Yes. And Shout we out. Listen, Lakeland listeners, you go yes. find them. What are your store hours? Yes. The store hours are Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. And we'll obviously, we have a tent at the yes. market designed yes. by Radiant. So yes. if you come out, please look at it. Please go. And so, yes, we're open. We're closed Sunday, Monday. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Friends, please not only shop small, but then you are literally supporting global. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So orphans and widows in Kenya, this is great. And this is wonderful but knowing you even when I met you mm-hmm. this was not what you were doing no it was what, what not. were you doing in the, the past life before right. this so I actually grew up in Lakeland since I was one wow and um went to um the University of Florida go Gators there you go chomp, and, chomp, chomp, um, chomp. I was actually um, went to school to be a physician assistant yeah and wow. I worked in the ER here for 22 years <laughs> 22 years in the ER and 
survived. Yes, and <laughs> loved it. I think I function best in chaos. Right. I have learned that about myself. Order scares me a little bit, yeah. but chaos, sign me up for it any day. And so wow. absolutely loved working there. And that was where I felt like I would be the rest of my wow. life. You must have like genuinely the craziest stories from working in an ER. Like I can't even, and you kind of got out of there before like the pandemic world, I but did. I can't imagine being a PA and like, I think you have to be a certain type of strong woman. Oh, you for sure. You have to be a certain personality for yeah. sure. And so one thing, I mean, we would be able to tell who's going to make it in the first like three oh, days. No. You're going to make it or you're not going to make oh, it. Oh, I so. thought you meant the patients. I no, was no, like, no, 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 the staff, the probably, staff. Probably yeah. that too. But when yeah. you said a certain personality or certain, it definitely yes, takes yes, you're that. Right, you're right. But yeah, loved it. Still keep in contact. Still keep my license current, Great. and so love following that. I did. I thought I might go back to work during COVID because wow. you know, remember me? Jeez. I love a chaos. I love. I love a crisis. Yeah. I love, and so I never did, but definitely am following along with that with the healthcare. Do you have? And I, I laugh because my friend who's a nurse in the ER. I'm like, do you have these people who like still come up to you and like, hey, I have this rash. Could you take a look? Like, do you still it's, have those? People? I do get the calls. No. They're less and less and less. Okay. And so, but yes, Gross. I still occasionally get them and do, do not my text best. her your pictures, y'all. Your rashes, <laughs> like nobody. She doesn't I hate rashes anyway. I'm not your person for that. But <laughs> okay, so you're a PA. You're mm-hmm. in the ER, and okay, how then? What happens that suddenly you're out doing this in Kenya? That's a huge jump. It is a huge jump. I love that we're talking to you because I feel like some of our listeners need to hear this today. You are where you are today, sure, but you don't know what God has in store for you when you sign up with Jesus. So what did your story look like? So let me give just a brief background. I was adopted when I was two days old by amazing people. I know my whole birth story, and that's we won't get into that, but... I was adopted by a woman who adopted me when she was 42 years old. But wow. when she was in her 20s, she was a graduate of Southeastern, Florida Southern, Augusta School of Nursing, got on a ship all by herself, Wow! went to Liberia, West Africa, deep wow. in the jungle and ran a leprosy colony with another woman. This is the 50s, 1950s. Wow. I was raised by this woman. She went to Duke University, became a PA. And so she raised me, and wow. my father was amazing too, but he treated me like a princess. But <laughs> my mother was strong, uh, was very hard on me, and made me who I am today. Mm. Honestly, I had a bad attitude about missions. Mm-hmm. They spent their whole life in were, missions. Were you the one who said, uh, you know, when you were praying, and God, anywhere but Africa? Right. You know, or something like that. Did that feel like us kids? I didn't say like, Africa. I said anywhere. I'm not interested. Yeah. I really didn't even have a heart for missions. And so it was the death of my mom. She had pancreatic mm. cancer. I took care of her the whole time. We had a great relationship. Yeah. She was in over 30 countries by the time she died. She did medical missions. Wow. She was a real influence in that. So her death, walking mm. through her death, and when she died, you know, when your mom dies, it doesn't matter if you have a good relationship wow. or a bad relationship. It changes you. How old were you when she passed? I was 29. Oh, so that's young. Yeah. So I was 29. And not long after she died, now she had asked me to travel the world with her. I could wow. have gone, seen everything. She had finances. And we were both PAs at the time. She was in short-term medical missions. I refused to go. <laughs> wow. I never went on a trip wow. with her. So now <laughs> after her death, all of a sudden, mm. I want to take a trip. Wow. Victory Church was taking a trip to Ecuador. I Mm. went on that trip in 2000. Okay. When I came back from that trip, I couldn't sleep. That was when God started to speak to me, said, I I want you to do something different. Oh, wow. And at 30, like, or you were around 30, you said, I mean, it's not necessarily the time you think you're about to get into a new career. Right. (laughs) No. And you don't, and, and I couldn't figure it out what it was. Now, 
one thing I want to encourage everybody, if you feel like you're starting to go through, it was 12 years. Yes. So this I is not. It. Yeah. There was a season of, of sifting, of yes. prayer. Yes. People, you know, my pastor confirmed your call. Everybody said mm. you're called. So immediately they wanted to put my husband on the mission field. We were wow. headed there. And, my, and Mike's like, um, I'm not called to do wow. this. He even took a couple trips with me. Along that season, one of the things I learned for sure was that I was not a short-term person. Mm -hmm. I don't like to know you for five minutes, give you some medication, even though that's so needed and evangelistic. So I took many, many trips, and along the way, one of my prayers that my mom had for me was that she wanted me to find my birth family. Wow. And so my friends would pray for me. I'm sure you and I had conversations about this call in my life that I couldn't sort out. Worked full-time, still in the emergency room. Mm -hmm. Did surrender and left work for a year. I think Mm. God was asking me, are you going to be able to do this in the future? I didn't know Mm. that. So learning, growing, sifting, wilderness, struggles, Mm. searching, but never. Once you're called, especially into ministry, and you know this, Mm. but even a call of God's changing you, you cannot get away from it. So you're going to come to it face-to-face. And so met my birth sister And that's a wonderful story. But a few months after I met her, she said, I can't. My church is going to Kenya. Oh, wow. And I don't know why, but you're supposed to go with me. (laughs) And now I'm 12 years into this searching. But I had not been to Africa. No, I'd never been to Africa. You knew that your mother, your adopted mother, had spent her life not yes. in Kenya. Well, we're, it well was she was in Liberia, Liberia. but okay. literally then she did short terms, but she spent about 15 years. Both wow. her and my father went back there. And so I didn't hesitate. I'm going. And she wow. said, my sister's like, do you want to pray about it? Or yes. ask Mike? Nope. <laughs> You're like, girl, I've been praying for 12 right. <laughs> years. And I didn't know we were going to, but I just wanted to go because it was my mom's heart. Mm. And so I got on an airplane with seven strangers, which is so me. Yeah. My sister was a stranger <laughs> to me. Headed off wow. to Kenya. I had no idea what we, I knew we were doing medical trip and I had yeah. already done enough and I can yeah. definitely function well in that. Got on this trip in October of 2012, almost 10 years now. Everything changed on that trip. My pastor kept saying, you're going to come to a crossroad. Hmm. And you're going to know it immediately. Hmm. And I was, it wasn't quite as long as Noah had to wait and lots of other people. (laughs) But 12 years is a long time. Abraham and Sarah. And I kept looking for that crossroads. But God had to really remove a lot of things from me. And sift a lot of things out of me. Hmm. I had to give up a lot of things. And it was on that trip in October 2012 that my whole life changed. Okay, I want, I love that you said that because if I do the math, and you know, I'm not great, I'm a musician, if anything, <laughs> but if I do the math, you are then in your 40s. Okay, 45. And, okay, and somebody needs to hear that today, mm-hmm. listening. Okay, I'm turning 40 this year. This is my 40th year. Right. My, I was just talking to my mom this morning and she just turned 70. You know, somebody listening needs to hear that. You, right. you may have, and you know, it's so funny because our last week topic was the gap between the promise and the prize. Yes. Well, some of you may be in that gap, but that does not mean this is not happening for you. Maybe right. some of you have felt a call to missions, a call that you're going to have a child, a call mm-hmm. that you're going to lead a business. And you're in the, you know, for you, 12 year period. Like, mm-hmm. or we said, you know, she said when the, Caleb was going out to look at, you know, the price. I mean, some of you are in that spot listening and you need to hear this today. Like there is no timeline. Right. I love scripture that says his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts because, you know, and even we could say his time is not our time because you had a 12 year period there Mm -hmm. from feeling that initial, you know, call to saying, Okay, yes. this is happening. Yes. <laughs> and, and saying yes, yeah, but still not being there. Yes. Still searching. I think that's the hardest part. And we all 
it's kind of like we're all in that search of that great hairstyle. So, you know, we're always changing this. But then also. Not you and me. Right. We have no, perfect no, no, no. hair. But we're we always are. in search. And I was in search of what is God asking me. And I tried everything. Uh, I, I, I taught. That's how we met. Bible yeah. stuff. I didn't know it was going to be on the field. Once yes. it was for sure, Mike didn't feel called to full-time ministry. Mm. I knew I was. Now it was finding what is that going to be. Yes. And then on that trip, um, everything changed. So I lived in an orphanage of teenagers. <laughs> Wow. I always thought orphans were little children, yeah. but they're not. No, that's right. It and just means you don't have a mom and dad, right? Yes. Yeah. And then also on that first trip, a, a lady in her 30s, a widow, hung herself. Oh, my God. So those two events, and I've struggled with depression myself, mm. and I'll never forget as long as I live, we took food to the family because that's what mm. you do here. Yes. And I walked up that hill. And it was almost like I was surrounded by like a cloud. Wow. And I felt, oh, it wasn't audible, hmm. but I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, this is where you're going to be. Oh, wow. I got and chills. And I felt it. Now I was with seven other people. They've never been back, even my sister. Right. So It was God short spoke term to me. for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody has different callings. And so I didn't know kind of how to deal with that. But on my way home in the London airport, I emailed mm. two people. I emailed my pastor mm. and I emailed my husband. And I said, <laughs> I found it. You said and in that order. Yeah, I knew, I knew it immediately. Wow. And so to when you're walking in that long period of searching or feeling like you're going to do something different, when I did come to the crossroads, it was as clear as day. Now. Wow. It was glorious for about a month, and then, <laughs> as with any calling, the reality, reality set in. Yeah. in. And, and yeah, that's so, why I tell pastors, you go, like, we're going to p- plant a church. And I go, oh, good. Good for you. You know, and I'm 15 years into church planting going, yes. it's great. It's great. You know, no, not, and not even in a bad way, but just knowing that it attests, am I called? Am I yes. really called? You know, because there's great days when you go, the church is full and yes. everybody's meeting Jesus. And then there's the days where all you're getting is nasty emails right. and no's and you go, am I called to right. this? <laughs> and you will ask yourself that many, many times, but yeah. once you know for sure, it will also sustain you mm. through those days, through those times right. that it's really difficult. And so worked for a couple more years, resigned officially in 2014. Yeah. So See, I a- love that too, because it's mm-hmm. sometimes people are waiting for like a you know, lightning bolt in the sky and then that's it. No, sometimes God says, okay, I'm going to give you the call, but you're going to be working to also pay bills. Or, you know, and I I say that to kids in ministry who are young, like don't feel like there's shame in waiting tables right now. If you feel a call to ministry, like maybe the preaching isn't paying your light bill, but you also have to eat, friend, you know? Yes, (laughs) you do. And that's one reason why Mike continued to work full time. And so when I felt like God asked me, a couple of people said, just keep working because you make a good salary and fund everything. But that's not what God asked me. Mm. He eventually did say, I want you to walk away from your job. I want you to walk away from your comfort. Was it scary? It I think since I had already done it once before, I walked away for a solid year and then God released me to go back. It was scary, but once again, I was still somewhat in that phase. I knew 100% this is what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. My my young girls would say, how do you know the voice of God? You learn to hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And God then confirms it usually three times. Yes. In my world, it'll be confirmed over. So I knew God asked me to walk away from that. We actually even sold our house mm-hmm. and pretty much put everything we had into launching wow. Take Heart. Wow. And we started with, you know, one student. We now have over 100. Wow. We partner with, with women. But that 2014, when we became an official nonprofit, then started another season of almost four years that almost took me out. Wow. So I want to, if I, I don't want to <laughs> scare anybody no, off. No, no, but I think Delta, I think yes. that's good because I do think a lot of times people think, I'm going to be called to ministry, mm-hmm. I'm going to be it, and then that's it. Right. And I can't 
I mean, and we're not even, this is not just ministry friends, like whatever God is asking right. you to do your assignment, if it's be a mom, if it's, right. you know, whatever it is, like, I think we get frustrated and we can't reconcile mm-hmm. when we know we're doing God's will, but bad things, things are happening, happening. because yeah. we say that's not God, but God didn't say that. Right. In fact, he said, speaking of take heart, yes. he said in this world, <laughs> you, will have, you will have troubles, but take, take heart. heart because that's kind of sometimes even the sign you're doing right, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, why would the devil care if you're not doing anything important? Yes. I had people in ministry, once again, my pastor over 50 years said, said to me one day, I think in the hallway, Hmm. you think you're going to walk away from your job, (laughs) sell your home and advocate for the heart of God, which we all know James 127, orphans orphans and and widows, the heart is pure and genuine religion and not expect to get some opposition (laughs) and I'm like I'm ready I'm ready well Mm, I was not I pretty much got knocked and and Mm, that's a whole nother journey but it was about four years that I really believe and confirmed by other people including pastor my the enemy came for me yes the enemy came for my demise yeah it was hard it was rough there were some things, too, that once again, a, f- a wonderful Beth Moore saying is some things have to die. Mm-hmm. And you can live in, with those things. These were things I could have lived with the rest of my life, but they had to die mm-hmm. in order for Take Heart to go to the next level. So that season was around four years. I wow. always say you can stay in. Some people stay in the wilderness. Jesus stayed 40 days. The children of Israel stayed 40 <laughs> years. I stayed about four. There you and go. So <laughs> sometimes we're thrust into the wilderness. Yeah. Sometimes we take ourselves there. Mm-hmm. But I remember clearly in 2018 that God confirmed, okay, we're exiting now. Mm. And we're going into the promised land, at least of my next stage. And then that's when Take Heart Mm. really started to expand and and to grow Mm. and to go to another level. You know, and that's important if you're listening. Don't fight the wilderness. Mm. You know, we had Rachel Foreman on. She was talking about, uh, she lost a a child, a son, Mm -hmm. 10-year-old son. Mm. And she was talking about. I heard her at that conference. Yeah, she was just talking about. God is there. Mm-hmm. He is in the wilderness. Um, am I going to allow him to be there? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm stuck in my coulda, shoulda, woulda, or God, I signed up for ministry. You're supposed to be blessing me right, right now. You know, <laughs> but he can have some very, and I'm sure you could tell us hundreds of examples. There's mm-hmm. very intimate, dear times that'll mm-hmm. happen in those broken mm-hmm. seasons. And if you're, you know, listening today going, you know, this is really not what I signed up for. <laughs> um, I, I said yes to Jesus. So I thought it was going to be, you know, He's just going to bless me like the preachers and sneakers or whatever it is, you know. I thought that's what it was going to be. No, friend, he's sometimes so desperately needs to walk with you in that wilderness because like Delta said, you do, something has to die. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's me, you Mm -hmm. know, and there's things I can say now, you know, at almost 40 that I wouldn't have known in my 20s because there was pain that had to come. So, you know, that's a side freebie, but sometimes don't fight the wilderness, friends. Sometimes there is true deep purpose that has to happen in you. And it's better to lean in mm-hmm. and say, God, what are you doing? Right. You know, I last year a word for me was change the what to why. Mm. You know, not, or I'm sorry, change the why to what. So not why is this happening, God, but what are you saying? Right. What are you saying, God? I know you're saying something. Um, so tell me this. What would you say to people listening today? Because our whole point of today is just that when you sign up with God, be it as a mother, plumber, <clears throat> PA, mm-hmm. or missionary, it's an adventure. What would you say to somebody who's, maybe listening right now, they're late thirties and they're going, well, like, I think, you know, kind of did what I'm going to do. Like, is there more on the horizon than they can even see now? Well, I think walking with Jesus once again, is that adventure. Mm -hmm. And I think having a willing heart, like I, I, I can come back to you and say, 
in my early 20, all the way through 20s, I didn't have a heart for missions. Mm. And I'll speak to someone. If you don't, ask God to give you one. That's mm. a prayer he's going to answer. It's good. Yes. And so <laughs> I think that if you are not walking in obedience, and as Christians, we all don't do yeah. that sometimes, yeah. and you're not walking and, and, and being obedient in God's word, in community, then it's going to be difficult for you to hear yes. from God. It's true. And one thing I wanted to go back to is say, you know, the children of Israel wandered for 40 years, and I and my heart breaks mm. for so many people in the church that are just wandering. Yeah. And so my prayer would be, oh, so much better to sign up for that adventure mm. and to be walking with God and be open to what he would have you to do yeah. than just wandering around in the wilderness mm -hmm. of disobedience and grumbling and complaining, yeah. maybe about the wilderness complaining, because even Jesus went to the wilderness. That's right. And it's usually after a big event in your life. And yeah. so he just had been, you know, the only time yeah. the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are in the same dimension mm -hmm. ever yeah. at the same time, he walked straight into the wilderness. And so, like you said, don't fight the wilderness. If you're in your 30s, 40s, and you feel God start to deal with your heart, mm. be open to yeah. it as to what. Because my friends in the ER used to say, you're doing amazing things. You know, what we do in the ER is amazing. That's right. God's only going to, you're not going to answer Liz to go to Kenya. Right. I'm only going to answer for what God is, right. is asking me to do. So we all have a mission. And for sure, I mean, God went, Jesus was a carpenter and boom, <laughs> three years in ministry changed right. the world. That's so right. I think we need to be attuned and learn how to hear the voice of God mm. and then not fight it. You may be in the same profession for, for 40 years and that's, that's fine. Right. That's right. But God always, to me, wants to do a new thing, wants Amen. to take you to another level, wants to completely refine you yeah. until you take your last breath. Yes. Well, I can't let Delta go today without telling you guys how instrumental she's been in my life. Mm. Um, when I was a new mother, I very much dealt with postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. And um, this was right when we were starting Access. And so it was a college Bible study. Yes. You know, so nobody else really had a kid. <laughs> so I always felt stuck. You know, we met on at nights and I was mm -hmm. like, they're like, let's go out after church. And I'm like, out, like my kid's going to bed, you know. <laughs> and I just was lonely. Mm -hmm. I mean, period. I was lonely and the enemy would lie to me over and over. And yes. it was this lady here, Delta, she called yeah. me and she invited me to Bible study. Right. And I honestly had been so dry spiritually mm -hmm. and I um, just wasn't in the word like I should have been. And you know, as a new mom, it's hard. very hard to do yes. that. And that Bible study, I say, saved my life. And that sounds dramatic, but I really was in a dark place. And so I, I will never not give a thanks to you for listening Aww. to Jesus and calling me that day. Um, because look at all we do now. Yes. And I, I might not have been here for it. Mm. Um, and friend, if you're listening today, don't look to the right or to the left to someone else's call. God is speaking to you. And let me so tell good. you, older woman, God is not done with you. I don't care if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, Absolutely. 80, 90, or 100. If you say yes, he has a plan for you. Me and Delta are living proof of that. And yes. we just want you to know that when you say yes, you sign up for an adventure. So mm -hmm. he is, let him speak to you today. He is not done with you. He has more for you than you imagine. Lean in Amen. in 2022 and find out what it is. Amen. So, thank you, my friend, for being here sure. today. I sure do love you. I love you too, Liz. If you want more info, where can they go? Takeheart.org. Takeheartafrica.org. Takeheartafrica.org. And please stop by the downtown Lakeland store. Yes. A lot of times you can see this pretty lady there herself. Saturdays especially. Saturdays especially, yes. We'll be right back with The Known Podcast. Welcome back to The Known Podcast, and it's time for the segment we like to call Know It, the part of the show where we tell you something we think you should know about this week. Well, today is 
January 19th. So I want to tell you about this so you have a little time to prepare, friends. Uh, something I have been doing for my kids for years is starting February 1st, each kid wakes up to a little heart, construction paper, a doily, whatever you have, but a heart on their door that says one thing I love about them. You can do this for your kids. You could do this for a friend, a coworker at the office, your spouse, whoever. But my kids have so come to look forward to this because every day leading up to Valentine's Day, they wake up to a new heart on their door that says one new reason. I love them. And listen, if there is, Diana Ross was right. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. So we need to spread some more love. Why don't we try doing this for our friends, for our family this Valentine's season? I think they will love it. So check it out. Try it. You may just love it. And we'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening today, my friends. Thank you to Delta Ryan for being here. Remember, if you want more information on everything she's doing in Africa, you could go to takeheartafrica.org. And listen, help us out in the new year with the Known Podcast. If you like us, subscribe, like, share it with your friends, because we can't wait to bring you even more fun content in 2022. And remember, my friends, you are known and seen and loved by God and by us. Have a great week, and we'll be back next Wednesday.